Man, that almost went live oh, over the edge. Yeah, that was close. That was very close. I was braced for it this time, though. Whatever you was going to come out of your Oh, no. Am I going to have to do my first ever post-production edits <laughs> or bleeps? Or edit edit out. Or something. Yeah. Oh, man. That was very close. That yeah. almost went out over the People are listening right now going, what is... What do we miss? What do we No, yeah. See, you're like, what do we miss? I was going to say, why are we listening to them? Uh, <laughs> Uh, You've been doing it longer. You have a more realistic perspective. I might. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Um, how are you doing? I am... Man, I'm glad it's Thursday. You're glad it's Thursday. Oh, it's, Which is it's our, our Friday. Friday. Yeah. 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 Dude, today I have been going from thing to thing to thing to thing. So yeah. I'm... I know you're busy when I see you in the parking lot and then not, and then see you in the parking lot and then, then not. not. I'm like, yeah. oh man, he slammed today. Yeah, it was a, no. today was a rough day. Yeah. But I'm glad to be here. I still like doing this. Yeah, um, me too. And uh, even though, you know, I don't like myself, uh, I like this. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was very vulnerable. You <laughs> <laughs> don't like me, but at least I've got this 45 minutes every week. That's right. Talk about That's random right. topics with does, my friend. I, this is this fills the the god-sized hole in my heart. Podcasting. Doing this podcast. <laughs> I think that might be more true for people than, <laughs> than we yeah, think. That's right. Oh my gosh. Right. Well, we're off to a solid start. That's right. Let's both take a drink. Yeah. Okay, so, so you sent me an article from the Atlantic, so you should lead this. Sure, I'd be um, happy to. Which is always a great source of news, but yeah. go ahead. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I think well, dude, when I see it I in know. my feed and, and you're linking to the Atlantic, I'm like, oh my gosh, I knew this day would come. Andrew is off the rails. Off the rails, yeah. And he's no, going Well, and this is, you know, episode whatever in trying to not find. 11, I know that. That's cool. It's 11. Yeah. When, for the first few weeks, we're like, Oh, we could talk about COVID and vaccines. And, <laughs> unless it's like really pertinent, like last week. Yeah, good luck finding a headline article that has nothing to do with uh, COVID uh, or vaccines. Or Biden. Or Biden, yeah. Or Trump and, still, somehow. Or, yeah, um, I don't know how. So <laughs> this is me trying to find other things that are interesting and noteworthy. And yeah. I actually, this topic was, I think it's interesting because it does... While it is a bigger issue, it also ties into, I think, the last year or so as well. Oh, yeah, I see what um, you're saying. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And the title of the article is What Workism is Doing to Parents. Um, and the whole gist of the article is basically this, that in what they call advanced countries or more developed countries, like so U.S. is an example, work is very highly prioritized. Yeah. Not only in terms of providing for your family, which is kind of the obvious thing that everyone says, yeah. but there's also a lot of value tied to work in terms of you telling other people what you do. Um, you not just some, you know, providing for the needs of your family, but keeping up with the Joneses as well is a very subtle under, yeah. undertow in, in, at least in America and working. But what was really interesting this article was trying to show us was that at the same time, there is still a desire for people who work these demanding jobs to have families and to raise children and to yeah. have a home-centered life. And Which is like, so how do you do that? Because they seem at odds with one another. Well, and that's kind of, I don't know if it's the point. I think the, the point of the article is, well, I'll just say the subtitle is, public policy should assist families 
but not by helping adults spend more time on the job. And so the gist of the article, what they're, what they're saying is there's, there is policies in place that recognize this gap and this, this difference between people spending time at work but actually wanting to be at home. They're saying that those policies aren't working. You think? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> so, oh my gosh. Us, me reading this the whole fact thing, that we're not we're trying to legislate how to raise families or right. help to raise families. Right. Uh, we're like we're talking. We're we're coming up with wrong solutions to the wrong problem. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. You can finish. No, that. no. It's. I mean, all I really wanted to do is highlight a few things from this because I I don't really want to discuss the policy. I don't really want to just discuss yeah. the nuts and bolts of what this article is talking about. I read it and. Yeah. I was like, well, we really know what the answer is, but what I want to do, there's one interesting part that I actually I felt this year, and I wondered if you did as well. Um, um, it says, policies intended to improve work-life balance do make life easier for many families, which is good, but they also strengthen and extend the claims of work on parents and would-be parents' lives. This is a lesson many of us have learned since COVID-19 struck. Remote work may allow a lot of flexibility, but it also means that work can become pervasive, demanding attention at all hours of the day and night. Well, when I, so when I read that, I, you know, and certainly listening to you say it back to me right now, I, I made a comment during COVID where, um, so I don't know if you remember, like at, right at the beginning of COVID, I was like doing everything in my power to get rid of my smartphone. I remember that, yeah. And I was like, okay, can I find a minimal phone? Mm -hmm. Can I find, what, how do I do this? Right. Because everything is geared around apps now. Like everything in my house needs an app to run. Yeah. You know, it's crazy. Mm -hmm. So, and then COVID happens. Mm -hmm. And then we all get booted online in a way that, you know, is like extra. Sure. So like the whole mm -hmm. church goes online. Um, and mm -hmm. so I, you know, I just put it out of my head. It's not something I can really think about or talk about right now. Yeah. And, um, we're running apps online. We're running, you know, communication online, services online, all that stuff's happening online now. Yeah. So, um, what I found was, is I couldn't figure out where the lines were anymore. Yeah. Because when everything is online and everything's being run from my phone, like it was during those first few months of COVID, mm -hmm. like I could be working all the time, mm -hmm. publishing, editing, yeah. uh, checking, getting communication. Um, so there was, I, I went through, I'll just confess right now, I went through like a couple months there where I didn't really have a day off from ministry mm -hmm. because I was running everything from my smartphone. Yeah. Uh, yep. for the church big time so I don't know if you felt that but I was like so like what this article seems like it's saying is like this everybody's moving home for remote working mm -hmm. and so one of the companies that I worked for before I was in ministry it was a company based in Orlando Florida they they built me a home office or they mm -hmm. and that went awful as well yeah because like I had, would have, like my wife would walk in and she would be like, your kids are not, or my kids would walk in and they would be like, dad, what's going on? And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm at work. That's right. And they're yeah. like, no, you're at home. Yeah. They can't draw that line. Yeah. yeah. So like that, so I don't know if you relate to any of that, I, as, both as a new dad and all yeah. the time spent at home. Yeah, you know? I, I, I do have things to say about that. And I, I would like to say too that 
I really think for some people, clearly you and I are not those people, yeah. where where working from home really works for them. Like yeah. I even know a few people in our church where it's like, that's how they do it, and they are able to do it well. And they love it. And they love it. Yeah. I knew before COVID that I am not that person. <laughs> I, I hate... Like, Wait, hold on. I'm getting a word from the Lord. <laughs> I think he's saying, don't do it. That's right, yeah. <laughs> Stop it. I, um, I don't mind doing this odd thing or this odd thing at all. It's not like I can't do any work. Yeah, at I kind of like occasionally being able to do things at the house without having to come into the office. To yeah, do it. or like going in the backyard and typing something up. That's yeah. great. Like yeah. I don't mind that. It's not. I'm not like religious about it. But when we automatically went to everyone's working, you know, nine at to five all the time at your, you know, table or whatever, and and we uh, we share. I share a home with my my brother and his wife, and so yeah. There's two families living in a yeah. home, and it's, and he doesn't wear pants much. He doesn't wear a lot of pants. No. So, you know, yeah, that, you know, that's good really thing. Our Zoom resolution's so that's low. That's right. That. That's right. That's right. <laughs> but so for a lot of people, I think this was sort of um, placed upon them as a consequence of the pandemic. And I think now, a year later, some a lot of people probably have gone back, but maybe some haven't. And um, for me, it was just a confirmation that I really appreciate the boundary of going to work and then returning from work. And like, I need that commute, even yeah. though for me it's like 10 minutes or less like to, to switch. And I know we're on a little bit of a tangent and off topic here a little yeah. bit, but, but like also, um, oh gosh, what was I gonna say? Oh, I remember when all those tech companies announced, hey, we're just gonna do this forever now. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if you remember me saying, I was like, <laughs> that's not going to happen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They're going to get a couple years into this and they're going to go, huh, so you can't keep everyone accountable mm -hmm. when they never come to work. Yeah. yeah. You know what? Everybody come back. This We're coming back. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's yeah. no way We're that's going to be sustainable. Mm -hmm. It's not, not a chance. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You'll be able to do some things, maybe even most things remote, mm -hmm. but not all things. Yeah. You can't yeah. keep a company on brand mm -hmm. and on mission mm -hmm. when everybody's scattered and they're never in the same place. Yeah. It's impossible. Yeah. yeah. We learned that. Yeah, we did. Well, and I think that, you know, they really hit the nail on the head with the wording here. Um, it may allow a lot of flexibility to work from home. Yeah. But, but are you, for a personality like mine, I need... I need t it takes me time to get in the rhythm of working on something, yeah. especially something that requires a lot of focus, like a sermon or... Yeah, so you um, could say, like, your... Oh, this is going to come out of my mouth terrible. Your family is an interruption to the rhythm of work, mm -hmm. and your work is always going to be an interruption to your rhythm of family. Yeah. So then when everybody's at home now, now we have no rhythm in either. Yeah. Yeah, because I would actually say that the reverse is true as well. Like, if I'm home, if I show up at home, but I'm still, like, checking an email for a message I thought I missed, yeah. or I'm, like, expecting a text message and I'm always looking, or if I'm just lazy and scrolling, like, it takes me a while to get momentum being present at home as well. Oh, yeah. And so yep. I've, I'm finding that to be more and more true and, yeah. you know... Yeah, the, the, the separation of church and state, so to speak, at least in this example, right. I think is really important. Mm -hmm. So then when you get to the topic of like, okay, we want to have a family, uh, but, it, but we're working the problem backwards. Mm -hmm. 
In other words, yep. because even Christians have kind of fallen victim to the whole, like, we're going to define our hopes, dreams, and ambitions first with respect to our careers mm -hmm. and then try and orbit all of these other concentric mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. ambitions with respect to family yeah. peripheral to that, meaning yeah. second. And, yeah. and that's like impossible. Like I, 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 I've said a bunch of times, like for example, when it comes to vacations, most people schedule their vacations around work right. because work is the center circle. Okay, mm -hmm. so everything orbits around that. Yeah. And, and so we've talked about it here as a staff and said, no, 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 no. The first thing you calendar at the beginning of every year, to the best of your ability, mm -hmm. should be your vacations. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, you, you'll never take them. Right. Because work is always happening. Mm -hmm. If you're if you're just looking for a window where there's no ministry mm -hmm. to do or no mm -hmm. work to do, and right. this is why so many Americans only use fifty percent of their vacation on yeah. national average, mm -hmm. um, because they they try and squeeze their vacation into they they drop the stone that's work mm -hmm. and they ask every river to flow around it right right um and the same thing here like if you're trying to have a family and if work's the highest priority for you guys mm -hmm. as a family mm -hmm. it's you're just going to be like well okay well the government needs to get involved or oh you know this needs to be more provided for us mm -hmm. or our employers need to take more responsibility for this that's not the problem you're working the problem backwards right right i don't know if you No, i i hear that because Actually, what I wrote at the bottom of this was work is good, ambition is good, but we must take stock and reverse engineer. Like, that's it. Cause that's what I mean by working the problem. Yeah, yeah, we're working it back. Or it, I should say, maybe I should say we're working the problem forwards. Instead, we should be working it backwards. Yeah, that's a good way to say it. Because when you talk to people at the end of their life, like, I, I haven't heard anyone say, I, I, I regret that I spent so much time with my family. <laughs> or, well, it's funny because he quotes at the beginning of this article, it's very strange. Yeah. He quotes from my favorite book of the Bible, which is how you had me with your Atlantic article, you <clears throat> jerk. Yeah, well. Uh, it says, the author of the biblical book of Ecclesiastes, I'm like, what? I know. Argued, meaning it's not true, he's just arguing it, that toil <laughs> and labor are meaningless. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, what's... This guy has no ability to nuance <laughs> a Hebrew book of the Bible, apparently. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why I expect that he will. Yeah. But anyways, but like, okay, well, what's the point of that verse? The point of that verse is, like, work is not the end all. It's meaningless. It's a vapor. It doesn't last. Right. It's not right. the highest goal and priority this right. side of, you know, eternity. Right. And so when you put your family, for example, mm -hmm. and, you, and you juxtapose it against a career, mm -hmm. when all is said and done and yeah. the vapor has cleared, mm -hmm. you're not going to wish you had worked more. Right, right. Well, it's like when, when Jesus says anyone who doesn't hate his family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same kind of yeah, yeah. language. In comparison. Right? Yeah. In compa and so it's, you know, I once heard someone talking about, you know, teaching men to order their life and it was to be with... God's first, and then you're talking about Jordan Peterson. Is that you're talking about? <laughs> yes, the, the mighty prophet Jordan Peterson. <laughs> Anytime oh, somebody starts oh, wow, with men ordering their life, I always assume they're going to talk about Jordan Peterson. Yeah. I'm sorry. YouTube just took our video down. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Um, well, no they, oh, took oh, it, they took it down when you said Donald Trump. That's so right. That's right. We, we've been off. We're speaking to no one right now. Just paid in the back. 
Um, Christian, spouse, parent, and then vocation. Yeah. And for how many of us have taken vocation and put it even at the top of that list? Because here's the thing is it it always feels like the most urgent and demanding thing. It's the thing that defines who we are. It's the thing we have spent most of our life in school moving towards. Uh, It's the thing that provides for the people we love and for the things that we love. Right. So, like, I get how that ended up at the top of the pyramid. Right. Right. For sure. Yeah. But something. But listen, if something's going to be at the top of the pyramid, something's going to have to be at the bottom. Yeah. Yeah, Two 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 things can't be. You can't say I value career and family. That sentence is is a uh, you know oxymoron. Yeah. Yeah. They can't be equally valued, and for there to not. One of those is going to win. Yeah. And usually it's, it's work, unfortunately. Yeah. Usually it's yeah. work. Yeah. The other interesting thing I just wanted to highlight in here was the, the difference between different countries and how they view work. Yeah. Um, Go for it. It's, they said the effect, um, let's see, I'll just say in India, Brazil, or Tanzania, assigning a lot of value to work makes a lot of sense given that the life prospects of people without work in lower-income countries are extremely bad in objective terms. But in highly developed countries, defined as those by some metric, they, the relationship flips. So other more developed countries, Sweden, Netherlands, Canada, and U.S., placing a high importance on Sweden? work. Sweden? Did you say Sweden? I did. Shout out to Sweden. Man. Shout out to Sweden again. <laughs> placing a high importance on work is unlikely to be associated with basic material needs, this is the kicker, and more likely to be associated with finding meaning or social prestige from work. Huh. For a young adult in a rich country, assigning a lower importance to work isn't likely to lead to an untimely death. Okay, so summarize that. So what I'm tr- what's interesting about that is, and actually you over the years have helped me see this more clearly, where as a young man, I was very concerned about providing for my family and finding a job to provide for my family. We all are. We yeah, all are. I and it's a, I think that's a good and noble place to start. But I grew up in Marin County, California. <laughs> and so my idea of what it looks like to provide for a family on a world stage yeah. is completely upside down. Yeah. Or, I mean, even within the United States, it's upside it down. It is. Yeah. 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 And so I think for a lot of people in America, you know, what, oh, I'm working hard. How how dare you threaten, you know, how dare you speak ill of me working? I'm working hard to provide for my family. Yeah. And it's like, are you providing what you need for your family? Or are you in a job working way more than you should where you could work two thirds of that time or half of that time and be more present and still have what you need? Yeah. Now, I know that that's, there's a ton of variables in what I just said, yeah. but the principle remains the same, yeah. that most of us aren't, most of, not most, a portion a of lot. us, a lot of us aren't Many. working, yeah, I don't know. Try not to offend anyone. Yes. <laughs> I try not to offend anyone. Oh, man. Andrew, what Andrew is trying to say is you all suck. Yeah, so. that is what I'm trying to say. No, go ahead. <laughs> A lot of us work Address your comments, way more than we should because our priorities are upside down. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, I'm trying yeah. to say. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it was interesting that in a lot of countries that's not the case. You you work a job, and you do that job to 
like you don't have the luxury to be like I'm trying to try to find the most fulfilling career. More of your fulfillment is in your family. Yeah, and that's what yeah. the article goes on to say as yeah. well. Um, yeah, I mean, I think the takeaway from this is that a, you know a rightly ordered life produces more flourishing and joy. And, yeah, and, and and so now with the good, the question is, is well, who decides what a rightly ordered life is? Right. Well, lots of, if, if you're in one culture, it's going to look one way. If you're in another culture, it's going to look another way. And so that's what we're all literally scrambling to figure out. Uh, it's the thing that for many of us inhibits most of our joy is, is like, oh, man, okay, my life's still not rightly ordered. Mm -hmm. What's a rightly ordered life? Right. Well... You kind of nailed it earlier, you know, on, on a biblical scale. Mm -hmm. if, if the Bible is objective, truthful, authoritative, mm -hmm. and God's gift to us for flourishing, yeah. well, then it stands to reason that we should look to it for what is a rightly ordered life. Because yeah. when things are rightly in order, so is our joy, right. so to speak. Right. And I think a lot of, there's so much wisdom to be gained in, in, in learning, it can feel often like, I know the Bible has things to say about ordering my life, but so does this book, and it's way shorter Jordan that I Peterson. found on Amazon. Yeah, Jordan Peterson, it's way shorter than the Bible. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's really tempting to try to, like, life hack our life. Yeah. Instead of just, like, the Bible's like, hey, man, like, God first, and then there is a... a a series of ways that you can examine your life to say, what, what are my priorities and, and what are my actually, what is my life actually showing me my priorities are versus what I'm saying oh, my yeah. priorities are. Yeah. Um, and so this, this article was, you know, I really, really wanted to do was talk about the things we talked about and just as a reminder to me and to us that, hey, like this last year's been, I think, work and and has bled into our lives a lot in the yeah. last year because yeah. everything's been so different and hands-on. Just a reminder to, to reverse engineer, to, to think about what matters most and to sow into the things that are the most meaningful. Yeah, Semper Prima Christus, Christ first. Um, and then from that flows, you know, all kind of order. Um, yeah. And uh, mm -hmm. so this is good. This was really, really helpful. It's, I don't know if our next conversation is going to be as helpful I, as what you I think just... It, I think it might be. I, I, I just don't. I, I, think we, <laughs> I think we started with the wrong topic, to be honest. That's all right. Well, uh, so I, I, <laughs> I have a man crush on Ben Affleck. And uh, no, hmm. that's... N n we need to edit that out. Um, <laughs> I sent you an article on you Ben Affleck. You did. Um, because he, uh, apparently he nearly broke the internet. Yeah, which I was like, oh goodness, what did he do? And it was actually worse than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> well, worse, but not worse. No. It was like, I, I read it and I was like, really? He, that's what he did? And every, why does everybody care about that? Mm. And, and anytime I see something that seems insignificant that everyone cares about, it's not insignificant. So right. I'm trying to like parse out yeah, for sure. what do I think's going on there. So, so here's the background. So apparently uh, Jennifer uh, Lopez, by the way, broke up with A-Rod in other news. Oh, and news so me. everybody's trying to, you know, uh, ship these two together. Uh -huh. um, but, um, but anyways, but just before people started seeing them together, he was apparently using like a dating app. Yeah. 
Um, and apparently the dating app is specifically for like high profile. Yeah, high pro yeah. For snobs, yeah. you know, so it's yeah. a, a, this celebrity-based dating app that, right. you know, makes sure that you don't, you know, end up on a date with somebody who works the register at Jack in the Box. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm just, listen, man, I'm just trying to paint a picture <laughs> No, here. I got it. Okay. Right. Loud and clear. <laughs> uh, I'm a terrible person. And it, so uh, there's apparently this TikToker... <laughs> <laughs> this is the best Which is so ever. much better. That's right. I'd rather take the Jack in a Box girl, to be honest. Uh, Naveen J, uh, like he hits her up on this app, mm -hmm. but she's not buying it. Right. She's like, "There's no way this is really Ben Affleck." Yeah. And he he's trying to convince her over this app, like, mm -hmm. "No, no, it's really me. Yeah. I'd like to go out on a date or right. whatever." Mm -hmm. And and she's like. No, I'm not buying it. This yeah. is not really Ben Affleck. Yeah. So she like defriends him. Right. Unmatches. Uh, yeah, yeah. Unmatches him or right. whatever on yeah. this app. Uh huh. And uh, and so then he reaches out to her, I think on like Instagram or yeah. something, and sends like video of himself mm -hmm. going, "Why did you unmatch me? <laughs> it's Ben. Yeah. It's really it's me. It's really me." And she and she's like, "Oh no! What have I done? Yeah. <laughs> I missed my chance." Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. uh, to be with the uh, worst acting affleck um, <laughs> and um, and so every, this video clip of him somehow made it onto the internet uh, oh, yeah. like as if that wouldn't have happened well she put it on didn't yeah, she? yeah yeah so she puts the video out just basically being oh i missed my chance with mm -hmm. batfleck mm -hmm. and uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> i liked him as batman yeah. but anyways and um and everybody watched this video. Yeah. Everybody cares. Everybody yes. was talking about it. Mm -hmm. Everybody, you know, every, half the people are like, weirdo, why are you using a dating app? Yeah. Uh, half the people were, were like, oh, it's really him. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. You know, and, uh, and I don't know. I just want to know why do people care about this kind of stuff so much? Because mm. it seems... Yeah. Pointless. Now, I have yeah. something I want to get to, yeah. but I want to talk about it like a couple layers more shallow first. Yeah, for like, sure. So why do you think anyone gives a rip about this? Well, I think... Um, why do we get yeah, Why do we get <laughs> That's the better question. How did we get here? <laughs> um, I, what I kind of like came away with personally was I'm always a little bit taken aback and somewhat comforted when celebrities are like proven to be normal people. When yeah. it's like, oh, uh, you see, you got to it real quick. Oh, I'm sorry. Get to. No, it's good. No, that's good. Go but ahead. I'm just like, you know, maybe not on TikTok or a dating app, but all of us can like, well, maybe not all of us, but I can remember back to like middle school, high school, and like yeah. that feeling of like, you know, that lack of reciprocity and and love or crush yeah. or whatever it is, and. And that like desperate, it almost, it's, I know he's like kind of doing it tongue in cheek, but like if you could, if you listen to it one way, it's like, please <laughs> match with me. I'm so lonely. <laughs> and there's something humorous about that. Because that's, like, that's how I would sound if I was still totally, in the game. Yeah. If I was still in the game, I would be like, please, <laughs> please, somebody. Reconsider. <laughs> I'm the man of your dreams. But like, <laughs> there's something that's like, oh, even celebrities feel that way. Where like you... You know, and well, it's it, not like how Peyton would be on a dating app because if Peyton was on a dating app, it would just be like, nope, 
Nope. Just him and a computer going, nope. 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 <laughs> nope. It's just swiping through, <laughs> denying endlessly. It's, it's just God's grace that it's, we all were chosen by good women. Yeah, Quickly, yeah. soon, yeah. early. Soon and uh, very soon. Um, so I don't know. It's just funny to me. And like, he's been with, I don't know all the Did you just quote with. like a hymn? I quoted a worship song. Did you just do soon and very soon? Yeah, did, did you throw that up? I did. Well, you I'm talking about TikTok. Catch, yeah, you didn't think yeah. I would catch it. I don't know. I wasn't sure. I just threw it out there. Okay, go ahead. Um, I just think it's interesting that someone like, you know, and he's been with women that, you know. You don't say. He's been, no, like, he's been, I don't know. It wasn't you. <laughs> All these celebrity women that like are you know objectively beautiful in the world's eyes. Yeah, and and here he is like years later still like trying to get it together, trying to get it together on a dating, on app. A dating app. And there's just something so vulnerable about that, and so like anticlimactic about that that I think, and unfortunately, I think people like to mock things like that because it makes us all feel more like on the same level. Yeah, I mean, like, I think you know, like, I'm a diehard Dodgers fan. I remember, like, years ago, I, on Instagram, I, like, made a comment on the Dodgers, you know, official page. And, you know, there's, like, millions of people following that page. Right. And, like, the Dodgers commented on what I wrote. Mm -hmm. And I was like... They talked to me. I know. I know. They did it. They talked to me. That's right. And, and, and it, I, I did for five minutes. I was like in such a great mood. Right. I was like, hey, everyone in this house will address me differently. Yeah, that's now. right. I was like, you may now address me as Sir Allen. That's right. Uh, I'm like, what is that about? What is that going on? And yeah. like, you know, six months ago, like, you know. There's an Instagram account like Labs of Instagram, mm -hmm. and I'm like, pick my puppy, That's right. pick my puppy, <laughs> show my puppy on your page. That's right. I'm like, why do we? What is going on there? Boy, he's the goodest boy. How could they not pick him? <laughs> turns us into weird people, man. Yeah. I don't know. I, I get it. I I'm, get it. I'm a hundred percent certain. I know what's going on there. Is that there's something in us that wants to see like quote-unquote royalty, mm -hmm. condescend yeah. to mm -hmm. those who are not. Yeah, yeah, there you go. And, uh, you know, and, and that, that's like we want, we don't want to, we want to feel on the same plane, man. We want the untouchable to be touchable. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, absolutely. And so, I, and, and that for me, like when I'm reading this article, I'm like, oh, there's the gospel again. Mm -hmm. Like we want Christ condescends mm, yeah. into human form, into human flesh on a human plane uh, to broker peace with us. Mm -hmm. uh, and he becomes very accessible in that moment. Yeah. He becomes one of us, Emmanuel. Yeah. And, uh, and that is just written into our, like into the marrow of our bones. Yeah. And I think that's what's, playing mm. out in something as silly as Ben Affleck condescending uh -huh. into, you know, yeah. a dating app right. uh, and being a regular guy. Yeah, 100%. So Yeah, well said. All right. Should we end there? I don't have anything else insightful to say. All right. See you next week. See you. <laughs>